You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, Al says we're good to do a podcast, and so what do you say we do one? It's good to be back. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. It's good to have you back on the post-game podcast. Did a few with uh, Eddie Scazzeri. We did a uh, big Q&A with Eddie Scazzeri yesterday. Yeah. I took uh, questions from the Twitter audience. That's a good idea. There's a lot of questions about the drops. We uh, talked about the uh, interns and lack of interns these days and how do people break into the business. It's a great question. We, yes, oh, we gave them out your personal email and said, yes, Jerry, he's the guy who really knows about getting started in the business. We've talked about this before. Are those we, all the emails I deleted this morning? We don't have answers for We don't have anymore. answers. No idea. I used Absolutely to, no idea. I used to just go like this. You know what? Got to do an internship. Right. But so many companies now. Don't do them. Don't do the interns because these lunatics were suing companies. For pay. Because they wanted to get paid after they agreed to do an internship where you don't get paid, but you get experience. So now what did that do? Uh, Gone. A a lot of companies either cut down their internships completely or only do a couple positions because they have to pay them. Yeah. It's really, it's it's a shame. You people ruined it. I don't know. I really don't know what you tell someone in this day and age. Yeah, we've talked about this because we'll have people, friends of the family say, could you talk to... Billy here. Sure. Billy wants to be in broadcasting. I don't know what to tell Billy. I, I know. You can just answer the questions as honestly as you can. And unfortunately, they leave not feeling very fulfilled by right. the answers they're given. It's really a tough thing. It's tough. Sure is. Things. That's why you hear commercials. Hey, if you want to get into podcasting. Okay, where's the money, though? Ooh, that's I mean, a great question, Jerry. Everybody because... can't be like you and I making a fortune off podcasts. <laughs> Jerry, I've got this. I've got an article here from Forbes. Forbes which is the highest-earning podcast hosts. Oh, okay. And Joe Rogan. I don't buy any of this. Is Joe Rogan on the list? He's number one. Is he really? He is number one. So this is... Let me just give you a little background, Jerry, then I'll have you try to guess some things. And okay. All that stuff, because I'm going to... After reading this article, I'm going to start telling people to do podcasts. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Forbes uh, ranked the uh, list of, let's see, here's the full top five list, a list comprised of both traditional radio hosts, celebrities, and sportscasters. These are, I'm trying to figure out this Forbes list though, Jerry, does this mean this is how much these individuals made a year total or just from their podcast? How much does say Joe Rogan made? $30 million. From his podcast? Can't be. 
Joe Rogan claims, quote, as many as 190 million downloads a month. Bull crap. That's a lot of downloads. He's not de- getting 190 million downloads. I don't understand He's how not. it's all calculated. That's so I don't fake know. news. Sad. So he is number one in terms of reach in the U.S. Wow. My main man, Dave Ramsey's number three. I believe that. They have him at $10 million. Okay. But that's probably for his radio job also. I would think also. that's everything. I would think that's their earnings. Right. I can't imagine. I see what you're podcast. saying. You think this list is, these are the top money makers for people who also have a podcast. That would be my guess. <laughs> that would be my guess. Number two is people? somebody I've never heard of. Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hard Stark, $15 million. Do they do the Playboy podcast? What do they podcast? do? Oh, they do. No. My Favorite Murder. Oh, that's true, right. Beer Alley. True Crime Podcast. Well, why don't you listen to that? I don't know. I feel like when I listen to a podcast, I don't want to hear about true life murders. All when right. I watch a TV show, you I do. It. All right. But that may only be because I haven't tried these true life murders. Who's number four? Number four, again, not buying it, Dax Shepard, the actor. I don't know who that is. You would know him if you saw him. Number five? Bill Simmons. This was prior to him selling The Ringer. Okay. By the way, that pissed me off. Like, I've never I, listened to him. Me neither. I love Spotify. Love it. Sure. I think it's a tremendous. Uh, I paid $10 a month. Yeah, very good service. Every album I could uh, be interested in, new songs, download. Yep. It's tremendous. Then I see they're paying $250 million for The Ringer. Yeah, Why? I don't know. Just be Spotify. I guess they wanted to uh, branch out. I'm with you. I do what you do and do it well. Right. I don't know. This is what I were like when I thought. Remember, there was nothing better than AOL at the time. Like sure. everyone had AOL. Why they had to get involved with trying to buy Time Warner or Time Warner buying that? Be AOL. You'd have been a. You'd have been the well, best. But this is what I always. This is the question I always have yes, about Jerry. like business. Business. When they, you know, but, like for instance, oh, people are panicking on Wall Street. Walmart was down. Point oh two percent last quarter. Okay. Right. But they still profit seven hundred million dollars a quarter. Right. So all they profited was six hundred and ninety-eight million. Yeah. It's not like Walmart lost money last month. Yeah. Their sales were just slightly slower slightly and their profits lower. were not quite as large. Yes. What are we panicking over? Because Wall Street needs to see an improvement every month. But and that's not possible, not possible. for every group. And that's why I think these businesses they get worried and they're fearful of getting stale and flatlining, and they got to keep going forward. Yeah. And you end up outsmarting yourself. There is no way Joe Rogan gets 190 million downloads a month. There I just isn't. Like His podcast, Jerry, and I know people love him. I'm not saying people don't listen to Joe Rogan. His podcasts are three hours long. Yeah, I know. They're and shows. And they're like three days, four well, days it's a even week. Like when they call it the Rich Eisen podcast, it's a yeah. TV show. That he also puts out on podcast? Yeah. And and Rogan, I've never once, and I don't know how this is, again, I don't know how it's counted. I've never once downloaded a Joe Rogan podcast or show, Yeah, but I've watched it on YouTube. Right. So I think they're does counting that, count? that. That counts because he does get plays on YouTube. Okay. And I haven't watched it a lot. I've seen six or seven of them. Here's number six on the list, making $5 million a year. Jerry Recco. I mean, this podcast, you're getting $5 they, million for this, Jerry? Find, how'd they find out? I'm getting diddly poo for this podcast. I don't think Pat Hobbs told people what I made at Rutgers. <laughs> $30 million. Wow. That was always my dream. Like, when I was younger, I was like, how do I 
get a business wherein I can work at home. Right. I think that's everybody's goal. I think, I would think most people would love to get to a point in life that they get paid for being who they are. Yes. Whether it's being the best plumber, the best mason, the best podcaster, broad, you're being paid for you, for the right. service you provide, as opposed to being paid by what the guy above you thinks you should be paid. Right. I think that's almost everybody's dream. Even the pilot, I think, would love to own his own airline. Right. You know, and dictate his terms. Gina always talks about uh, that, you know, she re she listens to a lot of these uh, motivational people, like maybe you do as well. Yes, I do. And uh, they say, you've got to get to a point in life where you have residual income. Correct. So, like, you wrote a book that always is selling. Right. You, you have an album. Checks come through. Right, where you, it's something you worked on 10 years ago, right. and there's still checks coming in. Very difficult it. to accomplish that, though. Because it's such a finite, I mean, yeah. think about what we're talking about. Are you going to have a sitcom anytime soon? No. Well, I'd you, love to have a sitcom. You're really going to write a book that millions of no. people are going to continue to buy? No, I'm not. You're going to record an album? No. A song that millions of people are going to keep downloading or you're going to pay 12 cents a song? Probably not. I mean, so you really, that is one of those things is true, yes. Yeah. And in theory, they're right. In practicality, it's nearly impossible. It is. It does seem difficult, Jerry. What do you think would be easiest? Write a book, a hit book. Write a hit song. Hit song. Yeah, I think a hit song too. Because the hit book gets lost in the shuffle. You ever go to Barnes and Noble and see how many goddamn books there are? There's a lot of books. Thousands of them. Yeah. How the hell is your book going to stand out? Honestly, I mean, you tell me. I don't know. You would need a celebrity to endure. Like you would need Jerry Seinfeld. Like the day. You got so popular on the USA Today article when he mentioned you. Yeah. You would need someone like that to tweet out or Instagram, whatever. Hey, my guy Al Dukes, I read this book he just wrote. You it's hilarious. Then all of a sudden the masses find it. Right. Until then, I don't know how you do it. Right. Really tough. It's very tough. Because even think about this. Let's say you wrote a book and it was so good. Yeah. Let's say 15,000 people bought it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like enough. And you're making $5 a book. Right. Hey, that's a nice, that's nice. Not residual. Is that residual income no. for the rest of your life? You make 75 grand. That's if 15,000 people bought it. Right. And that's assuming you make $5 a book. I'm not so sure you even make $5 I, I, a book. I would agree with that. Right. It's tough. Meanwhile, I feel like I could write a hit song, but I'd have to give it to somebody popular to record. Correct. And then I get the writer, the writer uh, credit, credit and residual income. So who well, could I write a song for? Uh, it's funny. <clears throat> when I was in college, my communications professor, who has since passed away, um, gave us all these ideas to self-promote, self-employ, just all these things about making money for yourself on your own. And he said, the easiest thing that no one ever figures if they have the creative mind, do some research and find out which artists accept lyrics. Yes. Figure that out. Make a list of 20 of them. Write your song. You then put it in an envelope. You put the stamp on it. It's dated. And you also, because uh, that is your, that's like your. You have to copyright That's like it. your copyright. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's your proof that you wrote it. You also keep a copy yourself. Uh, but you go to UPS, like you have a receipt, everything. So you you have the proof, and you send it along to all the artists. You just need one. 
to write, record it, and it be a hit. We know Mark Robert from OAR. Maybe I could send it to him. Yes, you could. I do have a song that I wrote many years ago, which I think has a good hook. Uh, your balls being blue? Uh, no, this is not a blue ball song. <laughs> I don't want to give it away because okay. someone would steal it, Jerry. Right. It's such a good idea. But who, But it's been sitting in my drawer doing nothing. Right. Mainly because I don't have verses. Here's how he said you do it. Or someone to send it to. I'm sorry. I said it wrong. Here's, right. how, here's how he told you you'd do it. Okay. So you can prove it was your song. Yeah. You mail it to yourself first. Okay. Never open it. Oh, like a Kreskin then, thing. Correct. Then you send it along. And then... You can it, copyright them also. You can, for sure. It costs a lot of money, though. I know Nashville takes a lot... Like, a lot of country artists do not write their own songs, and they accept other people's songs. I'm sure they get hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Of lyrics. Oh, of li- you think they get oh, a absolutely. ton of lyrics? Because everybody wants to make money. I was going to write a song about a truck. A really not... How about a truck and a beer and a, and a, and a divorce? All right. Do you want to sit down and write? We I don't think can, anyone's ever done that one before. What if you and I became the new um, Lennon-McCartney? About breakups? No, we where we write together. How about, I'll do that. You and I. And, we, and here can be our theme. The world blows. The world blows. A rock opera. <laughs> the Jag- world blows and only she knows. Jagger Richards. <laughs> uh, we, we be a team like them, Jerry. I'm in. Elton John and Bernie Taupin. We can have we can have like think tank dates. Yeah, like what pissed you off, Jerry? Today, everything, and we'll write it. Everybody sucks. How do we make the song nowadays? You could just go. They have uh, online rhyming dictionaries. Sure, anybody can write a song. Which is why why I always rhymed Tebow and you blow on right. all my songs. Tebow, you blow. Tebow, Remember when Craig wrote that horrendous song? Everybody Which went into the studio. <laughs> I, I kind of, I barely remember that. It was so bad. Was he trying to be serious? Yeah. Yes. You I remember don't remember that? that. No. And then we all went into Zach's studio and we sang the hook together. I kind Tracy of. Tracy was re- still around. I kind of do remember. It that. was so bad. And he had that record like producer that he knew. Right. He was like, "Hey, you want to listen to this?" And it was just produced terribly. <laughs> like, yeah, no, thanks. Hmm. We'll pass. That was actually funny. Like, I feel like I could write a song for Train. All right. You know what You know what band has? If I asked you right now, how many um, popular, recognizable songs Maroon 5 has? How yeah. Many, how many would you say? And I'll, I, I'll, I'll let me back up. I'll say here's why I went and looked. Yeah. Because they played in Miami the Saturday night. My wife really wanted to stay to see them, but we obviously left on Friday. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it would have been nice. They've got a, they got a handful of hits. And my buddy goes, um, they got more than a handful. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I went and checked. I, I actually put them all on my Spotify. That's how I know the exact amount. I'm going to say they have 12 hits. 20. 20. I know they have three or four off that first record. They so. have 20 yeah. recognizable hits. There are songs I didn't even realize was Maroon 5. Right. Because they changed unreal. their sound a little bit over the years. Yeah. More poppy. Very interesting. So now they're playing this year. I'm trying to figure out how and when I'm going to take her to go see them. So... 20 songs. You'd be looking at a shirtless guy singing to your wife. No, I don't tough. sing to her. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, Jerry, the, the Maroon 5 dude. Oh, that's all right. As long as I get to go see Carrie Underwood again or something. Oh, yeah. I'd be fine. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with Actually, that. Actually, I'd like to see Pink. Pink, yeah. I would like to see Pink in concert. What about Melissa Etheridge? She's playing down the uh, in uh, Asbury Park. I don't think so. Not a, oh, I might go to that. No. I don't have to go to her window at this point. Come to my window. She was in here. You sung with her. I was good. She was in here. Yes. That's enough. 
She was terrific. She was good, but yes. no, I'm all right. You're done with that. I would go see the Alanis Morissette concert. Yeah, I might go see that. Jagged Little Pill yeah. in its entirety. Yes. Hmm. What else? I have one more quick one, Jerry. This is a, a survey is out. Valentine's, Valentine's Day is tomorrow, by the way. Uh, what do you do for that? I don't know. We have baseball practice. <laughs> Beautifully planned on my hmm. part, by the way. Tough one, it being a Friday. A Friday. Now we baseball practice from a, 5 to 8. A Friday Valentine's Day. And married for 28 years or whatever it is. I made reservations for 5 p.m. On a Friday? There was nothing available. That's because you waited too long. How about this, too? I, I won't say the name of the restaurant, but I uh, I booked a restaurant that we'd been to one other time, which I really enjoyed, right? So I said, oh, you know, we haven't been there. We were only there one, the one time when we went. It was great. Yeah. So we'll go back there. So they only had 5 o'clock uh, reservations. I made them. So this morning, just for S's and giggles, I was like, let me check, take a look at their menu, see what uh, see what I have to look forward to tomorrow. All right. Special Valentine's Day menu. Oh, not great. Really? But I'm, You're I'm locked down. in now, Jerry. So five o'clock. That means, and it's a Friday. Friday that means you can be all night. Me? I, I mean, can't do that. All five night. o'clock. They're gonna push you out of there by six o five. Right. They're gonna rush me out. Right. I would like to think little wine and seven to ten. Wine me, dine me, and do that till ten o'clock. <laughs> you know I don't have the stamina for that, Jerry. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 50. It doesn't work that way anymore. Did you see Jennifer Aniston just turned 51? Did you see that that spreadsheet? My goodness. It is amazing. We talk about this a lot. Yeah. How good people are looking in their older days. Jennifer Lopez last two weeks ago at the Super Bowl. Jennifer Aniston. They're a combined 100 years old, those two gals. It's really unreal. It's, It's not. It's just different. Yeah, very different. So it's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm going to save that story, Jerry. So is your, like, Valentine's night over by 6.30? No, they'll keep it. No. Not you're watching, 6.30. You're watching Jeopardy by 7. <laughs> My goal on Friday nights is to make it to 20.20, which is... <laughs> what, 10 o'clock? Uh, sometimes it's on at 9. Oh, God. 9 or 10 o'clock. Hey, maybe you need a nap this Friday. It com- competes against... I either try to... Because Friday nights is Dateline NBC and 20.20 on ABC. You said you know that. And I like to see which murder is more intriguing, and that's the one I'll watch. All right. You can come hit baseballs if you want with my team. <laughs> Where are you guys hitting baseballs? Uh, the facility we rent. The facility? Yeah. Indoors? Yes. Mm. Oh. <laughs> On Valentine's Day. Gina, Sorry, I got to. Uh, we're not going to go to dinner. I'm going to. We'll go I, tomorrow. I gotta, <laughs> and I'm going to have to get flowers. No, you don't. Actually. Oh, I do. I get flowers. Oh, so you're one of those But guys. here's a tip. Let me give a tip out to the people, Jerry. And this is where the, the supermarkets, Acme. This is the tip for cheap flowers. But they look beautiful. I know they do. Acme, Stop and Shop, uh, Whole Foods. You find one that has a really nice flower section. For sure. And you could get nice looking flowers, roses, and then you pop them in a vase. That is Better than true. paying... Seventy-five dollars, I know, or more for to have them delivered to the house. Yeah, no, that's gotten stupid. Yeah, that has gotten ridiculous. You're a fool if you do that. Really amazing. I'll be getting mine at the Acme in Wall, New Jersey, tomorrow. All right, that's they got a beautiful flower. Jack section. up the prices there, do Acme and jack, Wall. Do not jack up those prices on me. How about this? So, a friend of mine, family of five, family of five. I said Party they, of five. he went to he went to Rutgers. So I said oh, when you come, he, I got I brought him. To a game about a month ago, they had a good time. 
So when are you going to come to another game? He's like, I don't know. When's the next one? I'm like, oh, Illinois, Saturday at 4.30. Perfect time for the kids. He goes, I'm in. I'm like, oh, I'll, get, I'll hook you up. So I check. Game's completely sold out. <laughs> so I asked him at Rutgers. I'm like, hey, can I buy five tickets for Saturday? They're like, no. We, like, we really don't have. I get you two. Can't find you five together. It's sold out. I'm like, yeah, don't worry. I get them on StubHub. Now, back up. I have a friend of mine that needed two tickets for the Michigan game next Wednesday night. Tickets to SubHub were $48. So I'll buy five tickets. Not a big deal. Cheapest ticket for Saturday on StubHub for Rutgers. In the high seats, not even the ones I wanted, start at $135. Oh, so a little pricier than you thought. You know, it's called, you're not going. Sold out, sir. But listen, are Jerry. you kidding it's uh, people are looking for things to do on weeknight, uh, weekend right. nights now, and it's a four thirty game on Saturday, late afternoon, early evening. That's impressive. Yeah, who are they it's playing? Illinois. It's not even like they're playing like a marquee team in the list. Not playing Tom Izzo in Michigan State. Right. It's Illinois. They're good, by the way. But really, right. one hundred and thirty-five dollars to sit in the cheap seats seems ridiculous. Yeah. So I felt like a jackass. Yeah. I sorry, you're not going. <laughs> Tell the kids another game. The worst is when you tell somebody you could get tickets or like... First time it's like, ever happened to me. Oh, I'll go to that concert. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely get tickets. And then you... you re, like uh, yeah. Brian Adams this past summer at PNC. I had to talk Gina into him like Brian Adams. But she was like, oh, yeah. I go, yeah, you know these songs. Blah, 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 then blah. you convinced her to go. Convinced her. And then I looked. Uh, the tickets were like $300. I'm like, what? <laughs> you really don't want... For, Brian Adams, I heard he's old. Brian Adams? He can't sing anymore. It is nuts, isn't it? Yeah. What people pay? Yes. All right. All right, Jerry. The warm-up program. Were you here for that? Uh, yes. You I made was. it in for that. I was. You were here for the warm-up. It is next. See ya. Yeah. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, well, here we go. It's a Thursday morning, and very interesting the way we start because TV, well, they're lazy. So they're not with us right now taping, and Al is doing this nude. Al, good morning. Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, good to have you back from Columbus, Ohio. It's good to be back. Where you uh, had Rutgers. I did. Ohio State. Now, when I get in the car, I try to time my hopping in the car by 3 a.m. Okay. So I could hear the Harris Allen, the long update. Right. I get everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to know if Rutgers won. I right. forgot to ask Alexa when I woke up. Okay. I wanted to see how you how your night went. So I'm listening to Harris Allen, and then I hear him in the update, and I was like, I zoned out and missed the <laughs> Rutgers. That's funny. So then I had to wait till 3.20 a.m., hit it back, and I saw they lost. There you go. They did. Yes. I was sad to sad to hear that, Jerry. They played a good second half, but a terrible first half, and in, they lost. In Columbus, Ohio. In Columbus, Ohio. Which, as we've talked about, has a lovely downtown. Uh, yes, although I didn't see any of it. The only thing I saw were the back of my eyelids for two days. But, yes, you're right. And I don't know that you would ever vacation in Columbus, Ohio. I would not. But, but if you were there on business, it's a nice downtown area. Uh, here's what I would do. I would go on a hockey trip. Hockey trip, right? The arena's right there. Yes. I would go see Blue Jackets Devils for a couple of days. Right. Maybe a night on the town, a couple of bars, yes. game the next night. I think it'd be a blast. Or an Ohio State game. Or an Ohio State game. Although that looks like it gets crowded. The football? Yeah. 100,000 people Yeah, in that, that I'm like, where are they parking all these cars? There was no one at the basketball game last night. Is that right? It was snowing out. There was no atmosphere in the game. They it don't. Just, su- they don't support they, their No, uh, they do. They usually team? do. But I think because oh, the of the snow... snow um, I, the building was, I would say, half full, maybe. I don't think we're getting any snow here this winter. Good. That's what I heard. You know what's funny about that? I came this close, if you can't watch this on TV, like my two fingers are really Tiny. close, uh, to buying a very expensive snowblower. 
Really? Oh, yeah, for because, New well, Jersey. Because I don't. The one I have is shot. I needed a new one. I'm like, you know what? I'll shovel this summer or this winter. I'm glad I didn't spend seven hundred and fifty dollars on a snowblower. Yeah, I don't think it snows here anymore, which is Good. cool. Fine which by me. Which is awesome. It snows where Bob lives in Canada. Yes, he lives far away. He said it was snowing again this morning. Uh, yes, he had some snow up in Wappingers Falls. <laughs> is that wherever where that is? Yeah, oh, Wappingers Falls. That. Oh yeah, but you made that up, Jerry. You were in Ohio, and uh, some news came down yesterday. Some sports-related news from Ohio. Oh, is this true? Yeah, Ohio. The the government in Ohio says that being a Bengals and Browns, a Bengals and oh. or Browns fan, does not meet the requirements to get medical marijuana. This is true. This is very true. Because people were petitioning that, saying, I need medical marijuana because I root for the Browns or I root for the Bengals. That's actually kind of funny. And uh, they officially had to uh, have a hearing of some sort, and they came to the conclusion that that does not count for medical marijuana. Imagine going to the doctor, and he asks why. (laughs) Well, I'm a Jet fan. I'm a Jet fan. I just can't. (laughs) This, I just can't with the Jets. Yeah, that's not going to work. I still don't know, like, what... like, if you got pulled over yeah. and you had marijuana in your car, you getting in trouble? I don't even know anymore. I think you, yes. I think you still are. It depends on what state you're in. Yeah. Because, right, because there are some states where it's legal to have, like, if you're yeah. in Colorado, right, can't, aren't you allowed a certain amount of weed? I don't know. Weed, because weed, I even weed. see this. I watch that show sometimes on Saturday nights when it's, when I'm uh, really uh, having a great time for myself. Uh, the live PD on A&E. Yes, I watch the two sometimes. Yeah, and they'll pl- pull people over. Right. And they'll find, like, a small bag of weed in the car. Like, not where the person's distributing, where they're just using weed. Right. And they'll they'll be like, I'm not going to... Uh, I'm going to give you a speeding ticket. I'm not going to get you on the weed. Because, Why? Because I... Because I... We do... Weed, weed. I do think... I we think look the other way with weed and, now. See, I, I actually don't know the... I don't smoke weed. Me so I don't neither. know. But I think there are certain states where you're allowed a certain amount of it. I think. So why not? We give sound these, like two idiots right why not now. Give just these for the ba- record, these Bengals and Browns fan their weed if they feel like they need medical <laughs> well, marijuana. Ma- maybe in Ohio it's got to be for real medical. Oh, just because you're depressed because you're a Bengals and Browns fan does not, not qualify as medical. All right, that's not helping someone that's got back issues and is in pain. Speaking of a real medical procedure, of which I have some interest in getting myself, Jerry Jameis Winston, Buccaneers quarterback. Yeah. I uh, just got LASIK surgery. Yeah, I want to do this too. Now, I'm sure everyone's doing hilarious jokes like, now he won't throw as many interceptions. Blah, blah, blah. Although, in fairness, I did write that on my show sheet today. You did? Yeah, which is such a generic joke. Yeah, it is. I'm surprised that you put the joke on the show sheet? I did. This is what I wrote, That's Jerry. It's kind of pathetic. It is pathetic. As you put your glasses on because you need LASIK surgery. Yeah, this is what I wrote, Jerry. Uh, Jameis Winston undergoes LASIK surgery to repair vision. Dot, dot, dot. Maybe he will throw less picks this year. Well, that's funny. <laughs> I want LASIK surgery because I can't see anything anymore. Right. I can't read. I actually asked the last time I went to the eye doctor, he said, uh, I said, what's this LASIK surgery all about? He goes, well, normally you would get that when you can't see things far away. When oh, that okay. comes into play. But Jameis Winston has nearsightedness, which I believe means he, he can't see things near him. Which, again, we're going to sound like two idiots. No idea. Because I don't have either. I don't yeah. know. You don't have either. Well, all I, here's what I have. Maybe you can't I, read. Right, maybe I do. I can, if I close my right eye, right. I can focus with my left and I can read fine. It's the right eye that's giving me trouble. So it depends on how far. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's what they said with Jameis Winston know. on the sidelines. You could see him squinting. Right. But that's that why he, he throws the ball to the wrong player. But he, oh. he, he couldn't see details that he could see his players of the other players. What and details guys. couldn't he see? 
Like um, maybe what color eyes you have. He knows <laughs> you're on the Buccaneers, though. I guess so. I don't know that I'd have LASIK surgery if I couldn't tell what color your eyes are. I always wonder, though, like, how would I pick? Like, I am interested in LASIK surgery. How would I pick a doctor? Just go, in the, uh, go on the internet and Google well, LASIK? Well, the first thing you would do is you would go to your insurance plan to find oh. out which ones are in network. Then I would also worry, and like, then, if this guy's in network, does it mean he's not any good? No, 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 no. That's not true at all. I want to go to Jameis Winston. Then you're going to go read the reviews and realize you're not going to go to anyone. Right. Because everybody's need, terrible. <laughs> I'll have one guy that says, I'm blind in one eye now. Oh, the reviews are... You know what's funny about that is my wife called for a dermatologist to have something looked at on her shoulder. And she goes, I'm going to look at the reviews. I'm like, don't look at the nope. reviews. I'm like, go to this office. I went there already. They're fantastic. She read the reviews. She said, I'm not going to this office. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm telling you they're terrific. And yeah. she did go, and she loves them. But everyone has to complain about something. Yes. So how do you imagine, like, if you're a professional NFL quarterback like Jameis Winston, I get ner- I would be nervous getting LASIK surgery sure. now. Like, what if my eyes get screwed? What if the laser shoots out my eyeball? Yeah. This guy's whole career would be over. Right. Well. I could still do terrific radio programs if I had a LASIK eye injury. He had a lot of hope in the he doctor. He did. Must have come highly recommended from yes. the training staff, I would think. I would think. I was reading about this LASIK. They, like, peel off a layer of yeah. your eyeball. Like, that's the fog, right? They take the fog off. How do, Now, are, your eyes are open. Yeah. Clearly, because they're not going to oh, go through awake. your eyebrow. You're awake. They what numb does it you. feel like? What I do don't you know. numb you? They, they numb, numb your, your eyeball. Eye? Yeah. With uh, numbing eye drops. Uh, not a needle. No, not that a needle. Because that suck. <laughs> Imagine. You know, hold your eye open. <laughs> That's terrible. This is just going to pinch your eyeball. <laughs> right. Don't worry. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> what do I, I always think like the eyeball is like, 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 like an egg. Yeah. Like you could probably squeeze right through it. Oh, that you would burst it? Yeah. Oh. So good luck to Jameis Winston yeah, good then. good luck to Jameis. Which brings up another Tampa Bay Buccaneer point. Which We're I'm, doing two Buccaneer two stories? Two Buccaneer stories because I'm very excited about this. Uh, this is about the old uniforms, isn't it? The Buccaneers have hinted. They put a, a teaser video on their Twitter yeah. feed about a uniform change. Then I did some Googling, and I saw some ideas of what people had. The one I showed Eddie, he was very excited as well. It took the old Buccaneer colors, the orange and white, but used the newer Buccaneer logo of the flag and the the skull. And it looked good? Yeah, it looks terrific. Well, maybe that's what they'll do. And I got to tell you, the minute that becomes official... I'm going on whatever Buccaneer store online, and I am buying. I'm all in on the Buccaneers again this year, based solely on. I the thought uniforms. you were a Cowboy fan. Based solely on the uniforms. So you're not a Cowboy fan. I have to root for the Bucks. So you're a Bucks fan now. Plus, I don't know if you heard, Jameis Winston just got LASIK eye surgery. That guy's going to be throwing darts. So you're not a Cowboy fan. Also a Cowboy fan. No, you can't and be a I Cowboy like, fan and a Buck fan and root for the Jets and the Giants. Yeah, I like. Sorry, so I have no four good. teams. No, you don't have four teams. <laughs> I have, no one has four teams. I have four Frauds teams. have four teams. I have four teams I root for, phony, Jerry. Phony, phony. In, in baseball, only one, Mets. Right. And the Yankees, when they're doing well, because you want it to be for good work, for the show. For good for the show. Right. Yeah, I try to think phony. of the show as well. I know you do. Are you excited that pitchers and catchers are in camp? No, because what does that mean? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. It means they throw 10 pitches, they go inside and talk to the media. I was thinking about this. On day one of pitchers, catchers, could I get through that workout? Probably, right? Yes. Of course you could. Throw a couple pitches? Yeah, of course. I don't think it's uh, heavy lifting. Act like They're on the golf arm. course by 2 o'clock. Yeah, they probably do like really light jogging. Did you see Luis Rojas... Was that reported uh, the first day at 5 a.m. to get his workout in before the players got there? Well, we saw, this guy? we saw a video of Luis Rojas. He's jacked. Oh, my gosh. His biceps 
I mean, in fairness, isn't he like 38? I, I mean, just, he's not uh, 67. I just picture him putting somebody in a headlock yeah. and just squeezing those 24-inch pythons, brother. Hey, Yoannis, get over here. Yeah. Get on the damn field. Now, finally, if, if teams throw at the Mets this year, their manager can do something about it. That would it. be good. The players can stay on the bench so yeah. they don't get suspended. The manager's going to kiss ass. Now, that guy who was the Gabe Kapler, the Phillies manager, yes, who jacked. was also jacked, where did he go? Did he get another really? job? Oh, he got a very quick job. You know, remember? Giants. Oh, man. So who's more jacked? I think Gabe Kapler is. He's really? also jacked and, like, tan and oiled up. Yeah. I think bicep-wise only. Luis Rojas. Mm, I'm not sure about that. 24-inch pythons. Do you remember when Hulk Hogan used to talk I about do. his 24-inch I, pythons? I actually do, yeah. Taking his that. vitamins. I forgot my vitamins this morning. 24. Well, you're not going to have 24-inch pythons then today. Not going to happen anyway. Uh, and then I have a fun story from Philip Rivers. All right. Uh, he, the longtime San Diego quarterback, Jerry. Looking for a new team now. Looking for a new team now. But he says, you know, over the years, he, uh, you know, had to travel every year to Kansas City sure. for a game. And he said there was this one guy who used to bust his chops constantly. And later in the years of playing there, when Phillip Rivers would do something big, he'd throw a touchdown, he would look and point at the guy. They really? Had a, they had a back and forth. He said and then the last game he played, or he knew it would be his last game as a Charger going there, as he was leaving, the guy yelled to him, he goes, hey, how about, how about you give me those gloves as your last game? Gave him his gloves. That's, kinda, that's a guy that gets it. That's nice. That is kind of cool, actually. It was like Boomer tells that story when he was on the Jets and the guy used to bust yeah, his jobs. In the front row behind the bench. Yeah. And know. then the guy called him over like that he was going to say, hey, it was fun going back and yeah, forth. It was not. And he just said that you suck right. or something. Hated him. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Go to Arizona. Get lost. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, Al has a story on the Philadelphia Flyers next, relatable to the Rangers. I know what they play. <laughs> and then Boomer and Gio at 6 in the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Nets won last night. They snapped the Raptors' winning streak at 15. Knicks did lose last night, and all three hockey teams back in action tonight. What else? See if you think this means anything, Jerry. I have two former NFL players, two of two, them. Two, not one. Most people have one. You have two. Separate situations. Right. Claiming Tom Brady's 100% gone from the Patriots. One of them was on WEEI. Right. This is Christian Fourier. Christian Fourier. Oh, I should have let you say the name. Damn. Who would book Christian Fourier he used to play as there? Guess? Yeah. I think well, he's a host. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> and on Entercom Station, my apologies, Christian <laughs> Fourier. He's terrific. And he's got viewpoints. Yes, he does. So he says he's 100% gone. Then randomly, former Bengal wide receiver T.J. Hushmanzada. Look at you. Nice pronunciation. Yeah. He also says that he's on the ins with a bunch of players and things, Jerry, and he says also 100% going. I'm starting to buy this. Me too. I've actually never believed he was leaving New England, but the more and more you read and hear, it really sounds like he's going to be gone. Well, he at least wants to go... On this, he wants to be wined and dined. Yes, he wants to go on the big tour. Would you go to Vegas for a game if he played there? Yes. See, that seems yes. kind of cool, doesn't it? Uh-huh. For one year, maybe. What is that a dome stadium? Isn't it like a 1,000 uh, degrees in Las mm, Vegas? It's a good question. I don't know if it is or yeah, not. I don't think it it looks is. like It looks weird. It looks like a spaceship. Yeah. I don't know if you've Wine seen. me, dine me, 69 right. me. All right. When did you say that? You did. It's Box me. Office Blitz Thursday on The Fan.